from digitiki.com. I wish the world was a place where fair was the bottom line, where the kind of idealism would show that the hearing was rewarded. Unfortunately, we don't live in that world. Funny, I've always believed that the world is what we make of it. Welcome to the Quiet Village. Welcome back for another visit here at The Quiet Village. I am your host, Digitiki, coming to you from digitiki.com, broadcasting in the heart of The Quiet Village. And I have a a show for you. (laughs) I always say I have an amazing show or an interesting show or a very special show. Every show is very special, let's face it. So I have a a really nice show for you. Got a few things I'm going to talk about uh, at the end of the show few things I want to uh, address. But in the meantime, I want to tell you a little bit. A lot actually has happened since the last episode. A lot has transpired, both in the world um, and in um, Quiet Village and all that sort of stuff. So we're going to it kind of shaped the way I'm going to do this show. One of the things that happened really soon after I posted the last episode is I was asked to be on a panel discussion on the future of Exotica, and it was hosted by a friend of mine, uh, Brian O'Neill, who was Mr. Ho of Mr. Ho's Orchestratica, and also on the panel was Drew Farmer from Stolen Idols, who I've played here many times and are in uh, regular rotation on Quiet Village Radio as well. Both of their bands, actually. Um, And they are both extremely talented musicians. Um, I'm just in awe of their talent, and I'm uh, happy to call them a friend of mine. And so that was a wonderful discussion. We talked about the future of Exotica. Is Exotica dead as a genre? Is it is it really is its life only really on the stage and performing the the older sound, or is it continuing to morph and change? Um, really nice discussion. I had a lot of fun doing it. And I believe the entire discussion is up on YouTube, if I'm not mistaken. I'll see if I can find it and post a link in the um, podcast page for this episode on the, on the website. But it was really neat, and it actually informed my idea. I thought I would do uh, a, a kind of a future Zotica again episode where I would play some new stuff, some remixy exotica and, and some old stuff as well. So it's kind of a mishmash of new and old. Um, I am always fascinated to hear what artists are doing new with exotica or or even remixy stuff. Now I know that's a little controversial. I know some people just do not like remix music. Some do, some don't. I like it. I like to see what people can do with it. Sometimes it's a hit, sometimes it's a miss. But I like to see what people can do with mashing up different things and um, trying to make something new or give new life to something that's old. So let's go right into one of the new tunes that I've got here. Thomas McKay of the band Intoxica from Hawaii. He's in the band with... um, uh, with Augie Cologne's son, which uh, really good band they play at the uh, La Mariana uh, 
uh, is it La Mariana Sailing Club over there in uh, Honolulu? I'm trying to think of the names. I'm sorry. My brain is fried lately. Um, probably too many Mai Tais. But um, this is a great tune. It's kind of a preview track. Um, so it's kind of a modern exotica track here. It's a preview track. I don't believe the track is quite finished. But Thomas McKay from the band Intoxica was kind enough to give me a track and let me play it. This is his composition called Poano, Poanhu. Pohanu. I <laughs> say that right. Pohanu by Thomas McKay, right here on the Quiet Village.
All right. Very interesting stuff right there. That was all brand new. Um, I would call it Exotica. Uh, at the top of that set, we had Pahonu uh, by Thomas McKay of the band Intoxica out of uh, Hawaii. Waikiki, they perform. Um, then in the middle of that set, some brand new Exotica that came out not too long ago. From one of It's a solo project from one of the members of Ixtahuele, Matthias Unabak. And I hope I said that right. Matthias, Matthias, it it looks like Matthias Unibak. Um, That's, it's Matthias Unibak. Uh, uh, Matthias Unibak is what I will say. Um, His album, after I just murdered, I'm horrible with with pronunciation, uh, and I apologize ahead of time. Uh, So... His album is called Voyage Beneath the Sea, and the cover looks very vintage. Uh, It looks like it could have been um, 50 years ago. That track was called Starfish. And then that last track you just heard was a kind of a remixy track, and I'll bet if you're a real Exotica nut, you probably could hear some of the pieces that that was sampled from. That track was called Bahia Mar, and it's by a band called Monster Rally. And I know that's not a very exotica name. It sounds more like a surf band name. Uh, but they do a lot of exotica remix and mashup stuff. They actually have a couple albums out. Uh, I found them on Spotify. Um, that album is called Flowering Jungle, and that track was Bahia Mar. Um, so continuing on with my talk that uh, we had the panel discussion on the future of Exotica and where Exotica is today, um, one interesting thing that both Drew Farmer of Stolen Idols and myself both brought up was the fact that um, we listen to a lot of what is called ambient music, and it's it's really synthesizer it's synthesizer music. It's not really space music where you're supposed to just float, you know, and kind of go to sleep to. Some of it has a little bit of a beat. There's lots of different uh, iterations of the genre called uh, chill, chill step, dubstep, um, ambient chill, even Ibizan chill or Ibizan chill, if you want to call it. Um, but it's a lot of synthesizer, very mellow sounds with with soft beats. And um, to me, some of it is very organic sounding. And to me, some of it sounds like modern exotica because it's designed to sit in the background really and um, set a mood I mean it, just like exotica you can have deep listening focused right on the tune or you can put it in the background and talk over it and have it uh, for a party in the background so I find a lot of uh, ambient music that is exotica and I'm going to play a track from someone who's doing modern exotica and really crossing over into that ambient and sometimes a little spacey. And his name is Jim Fagan. He lives in San Diego County. Um, I have gotten to know him. He was a sponsor for Quiet Village Radio for a while. And he has some wonderful stuff out that's really spacey, exotic. And I really do like it. And he just finished his newest um, album. So it's called Exotic Shores is the album. So please go out there and look it up. Jim Fagan. This is his take on Aloha Oi. It's really nice. And then we're going to move into someone off of YouTube who's done a remix of a Martin Denny tune. So right here on The Quiet Village, some future Zotica. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, that was a really interesting track. I hope you like it. I kind of hope I hope you like what I'm doing here. Um, it's a little bit different. We're kind of doing some exploring on the other side of the island, so I hope you're I hope you're at least open to it. So anyway, here we go. Uh, that track right there was called Ocean Beach, the Cybophonia Cinematic Remix. Say that ten times fast by the group Black Mighty Orchestra from I believe it's a compilation called Ministry of Sound. And if if the melody sounded familiar to you, you're not alone, because that was actually um, Lujon, also known as Slow Hot Wind, by Henry Mancini. And I thought they kind of used that pretty effectively, and it had kind of a new, now modern, exotica kind of feel. Uh, Another one there that used an old track right before that was Exotica, the Felonious Monk remix by Martin Denny. And this this guy known as Felonious Monk, like felony, felonious, not felonious, um, did this. And I actually discovered this track completely by accident on YouTube. Uh, this guy did the remix of Exotica, made a little uh, video, and put it up on YouTube. And I f- accidentally found it. I kind of 
kind of liked it. So that was that. And then at the top of that set was a friend of mine, Jim Fegan, who hails out of San Diego County. His album, Exotic Shores, that is his kind of really spacey, ambient take on the classic Aloha Oi. And again, going back to that panel discussion that I had with uh, uh, Brian O'Neill and... uh, and uh, Drew Farmer, sorry, my mind is just not working today. Um, anyway, the panel discussion I had with them, we, we Drew and I kind of landed on this thought that if Exotica had been a bigger genre with more artists and had kept going, that it probably would have uh, morphed into you know ambient synthesizer kind of music, what we see today, because Exotica was ambient music of its time, and it and it used a lot of very exotic instruments that at the time were very exotic or unheard of by most of us and nowadays the equivalent of that would probably be synthesizers creating they've become more complex and they can do more organic sounds that uh but that are very unusual and exotic and not normally heard so um that's kind of that and i and i thought those tracks did a nice did a nice job i mean they were they had a little more beats in it than i normally do but um Anyway, I thought you liked him. Anyway, I also talked about uh, Stolen Idols and Mr. Ho's Orchestratica, so I might as well play a couple tracks from them. So here is the track from Stolen Idols' album, wonderful album, Moonlight Offerings. If you don't have this one, please get it. Um, I believe it's also available on streaming services like Spotify. Uh, great album cover, great, great music. Drew Farmer, Stolen Idols, this is Sumatra Mist, and right after that we're going to move into Mr. Ho's Orchestratica with Thor's Arrival, right here on the Quiet Village. Thank you. 
got to be taught to hate and fear. You've got to be taught from year to year. It's got to be drummed in your dear little ear. You've got to be carefully taught. You've got to be taught to be afraid of people whose eyes are oddly made and people whose skin is a different shade. You've got to be carefully taught. You've got to be taught before it's too late, before you are six or seven or eight. To hate all the people your relatives hate, you've got to be carefully taught. You've got to be carefully taught. Okay, that track was sounded a little bit out of place, didn't it? <laughs> that is from South Pacific. It's called Carefully Taught, and that is something that... Um, I thought was appropriate because I, I just I want to bring up a few things that are happening. And that's also a track that just, you know, when you, you hear people who do covers of South Pacific or they do whole albums that are, uh, you know, so-and-so plays South Pacific, uh, that's one track they leave out a lot. Um, and one of the things I thought was really interesting was that track almost got cut from the film, that 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 whole uh, scene or musical number got cut from the almost cut from the film simply because um the producers at the time did not want to upset the uh the racist audience and <laughs> i thought that was pretty fascinating of course times change um but in a way the more times change the more they stay the same and i just want to talk a little bit to all of you out there listening first i want to tell you all thank you for listening i think it's it it it, it really makes me very happy. I guess I could be maudlin and say it warms my heart to know that people out there really like the show. And if I go too long between episodes, I get emails from people saying, I love your show. Don't stop. Don't stop. And it really makes me happy. Um, but, you know, let's face it. Um, the Quiet Village, it, it's a mind construct. And yes, it is an escape from the world. But the one thing that's important to understand is that Quiet Village, uh, it, it's an escape, but it's not a hiding place. And um, the reason I say that is because recently we've had a lot going on in the world. Let's face it. I mean, we're all still hunkered down, sheltering in place or whatever you want to call it um, with uh, this coronavirus thing. Um and it's odd that it has become a political construct now that actually, uh, you know, getting a virus or not getting a virus is a political statement. Um, I don't understand it. Thank God I don't understand it. But there's also a lot of racial tension. And there are, uh, I posted a, a question on Facebook recently about a racist group that started to adopt the Hawaiian shirts as their uniform, so to speak. And I asked the simple question, how does everybody feel about that? And I have to say, I was really happy with everybody's responses. I mean, everybody just sent really nice things about, they're not going to get me. I'm going to keep wearing my shirt, and that's my thing. And 
And I agree. I, I agree 100%. You know, there were also some people that really had a problem with me posting something like that um, as if it were some kind of political statement, um, which I didn't quite understand at the time, but I, I kind of do now. Um lamenting the fact that Quiet Village should be an escape and I've just destroyed it as an escape and blah, blah, blah. Uh, It is an escape, but it's not a place to hide. And I want to remind everybody out there that even though Quiet Village, it's not a real place, it's in our minds, even though Quiet Village and to to a full extent... The South Pacific, the beautiful islands, Hawaii, Tahiti, you know, these these rare little almost uh, uninhabited little islands of the South Pacific that are incredibly beautiful. Every single one of them, even the uninhabited islands, were touched by the horrors of World War II. It is a paradise, but it was also affected. Uh, So the world outside that door, when you walk in that door to that tiki bar or to that tiki environment of your mind and that door closes, it seems like the world goes away. That was the feeling I got at the Maikai. When you walk in, that front door closes, you're a million miles away from the rest of the world. But you're really not because the rest of the world does affect us and it affects what happens to paradise, even if it is in our minds, because it's just outside that door. And some things really, I mean, ignoring problems will actually make them grow. Uh, If you've ever watched some of those shows on like History Channel or Discovery Channel about why planes crash, and I don't watch those very often because they're, uh, I just don't, it creeps me out. But um, it usually starts with one small thing and then it dominoes and it was left unchecked and it dominoes into bigger thing and a bigger thing and a bigger thing and and then it's a disaster and i i kind of believe that that's the way the world is now there's a lot of things that are being confronted um and those things don't like being confronted and the responses i got were a little unnerving and some of the responses i got were not on the facebook page some of them i got a couple of um people who didn't want to post on the comments but wanted to go off basically at me um, uh, privately on Facebook and uh, very racist kind of things, um, trying to hide them, but not very well. And it, it really gave me a lot of pause and it, it, it was concerning because it was dark. It was just dark and it was icky in places that I just have never thought of tiki going, um, but it's there. Because, you know, there is no such thing as utopia, because we are there, and we bring our baggage with us wherever we go. Um, So, I'm not trying to be preachy, and I will tell you right now, as you can probably figure out, I have not actually thought out or written out everything that I wanted to say. Uh, I just wanted to acknowledge that Quiet Village is a place to escape, and I continue want it to be a place to escape, but please don't ignore the rest of the world out there because it will come up and bite you in the ass. And the main thing I really wanted to say was something more hopeful. It's the fact that I believe firmly, I know in my guts, we will get through this. We will be better for having gotten through it. And some of the icky things that are going on right now politically and socially I believe, are also going to have a positive outcome. We have to confront things 
in order to change things, in order to make them better. We have to look at ourselves in the mirror and take stock of who we are. And I kind of think we're doing that now. And there's people fighting against it, and it's not pleasant, and it's just that's what happens. I tend to have, I'm very cynical, my wife says, but I, I also tend to have a very positive, optimistic outlook about things to come. And I believe that they are going to be positive. So I want to say to all of you still listening who uh, don't agree with some of the other nasty stuff that's been happening, um, we are going to get through this. And I welcome you all to come escape at the Quiet Village. But uh, just know the world is out there right outside that door and don't ignore it. Um, And I really do love all of you for listening to the show and for writing in. I enjoy every email I get. It's so nice. It's kind of like getting a message in a bottle, uh, you know, especially now that we're all kind of sheltered in place. But, but enough of my ranting. I just want to say thank you to everybody out there. And I, I hope we're all doing okay. Um, I, I'm going to leave you with a positive tune. I really love this band and I've gotten to know them. Basically, I was introduced to them because of the Moana soundtrack. Uh, the band is Tevaka, and they did, uh, the leader of that band uh, co-wrote the music with Lin-Manuel Miranda, and it's just wonderful. And this band is out of New Zealand. They are Maori, and their, their music is really a blend of, of Polynesian and, and modern music. It's really nice. I really need to play more of them. This is from their album Olatia and and I'm I'm going to try not to butcher this this song title it's Vitamai Vitami Maia I hope I said that right but anyway what the song says and it, and it's all in Maori so I'm gonna, the translation is missing moments um, and I'm just going to read you the translation of the lyrics. Uh, it says, It seems we have to wait until it's too late to realize what we had, the good times together showing what we meant to each other. I can turn it around, do the best I can, and in years to come, discover all the joy in what I have. And when we are alone, these missing moments gone, we come to understand Words we should have said, things we should have done. It's so simple, but we make it hard. Only one thing to do, make this sorrow disappear. Wipe the tears from my face. Stand up for what I know. The good times with those I love means more to me today. To laugh and sing and play. These are simple things, but they mean forever to me. And I really mean that. So everyone take care of yourself, be the best you can be, and I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, aloha. Holy night.
Oh, oh, oh. 